This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Deep South Dining is the show all about the culture of Southern flavor. From fried chicken and collard greens to shrimp and grits and a glass of sweet tea. Subscribe now to the podcast using any podcast app or download our MPB Public Media app. Welcome back to Next Stop Mississippi. Before we hit the road, one, let me welcome my traveling partner who is not traveling with us, Mr. Java Chapman. Thanks, Java, yeah, for I'm being here. on the board. How, 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 <laughs> how was everything out there in uh, good old Clarksdale? It's, I mean, Clarksdale is amazing. We had okay. a great time last night. Um, it's been it's been some good times all had here at the Sunflower Blues and Gospel Fest. I am not complaining. And then let me go ahead and welcome my real traveling partner who's standing right here beside me, Kamel King, who was out there with me last night <laughs> while we were having fun. But yeah, how's it going, Kamel? It's How did going, you Oh, beautiful. I love Clarksdale. Always love Clarksdale, but got a chance to see it in a way I have not seen it. And that is... Yeah. Truly walking it, truly going in everywhere yeah. by a wonderful, wonderful representative that we will have on the show. Of course. Yes. Of course. She was amazing. And we're talking about Miss Colleen Byers, yes. the CEO of Shared Experiences and live from Clarksdale. Oh, yeah. But she gave us a four mile tour. <laughs> what did you say last night? My thighs are hurting. My thighs are hurting. <laughs> a walking tour? Four miles yeah, walking? Got- well, we it felt like four miles walking. It was just like maybe four blocks walking. But yeah. it really felt like four miles. But it was great. Colleen is literally a, a book of history for Clarksdale. Yeah. And we've got the walking encyclopedia here with us, too. Bubba Oki. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we, we, we've we got everybody in the house that we need to have That's in the right. house today. And, and kids, if you don't know what an, an encyclopedia is, <laughs> it's a book with knowledge in it. <laughs> A set of books, and people used to walk around selling it door to door. Like, yeah, yeah, it had an day. index, yeah, a glossary, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Google it. Too. <laughs> but yeah, we are here at the Sunflower Blues and Gospel Fest. This is the thirty fifth Sunflower Blues and Gospel Fest happening the eleventh, the twelfth, and the thirteenth in Clarksdale, Mississippi. We are live right now from Ground Zero Blues Club. I could have not imagined I would be live from Ground Zero, one, and then two, have experienced Ground Zero last night before I came in today. Oh, yeah. So that was pretty amazing. I feel real blessed and honored to have um, graced any of these streets and and any of these clubs that are down here because it's just a great place to be is in Clarksdale, Mississippi. And we got to hear a true, true musician, Big Age Arrive, that man right there, he does his thing. Yeah, he yeah, really yeah. Does. We heard a couple of true musicians. Oh yeah, really out yeah. there, really giving it. Most so definitely. it's going to be a time. I think tonight, you know, they're all going to come out and everybody's going to be out. But let me go ahead and formally welcome because you've already somewhat welcomed him. I said the show. <laughs> My man, fifty. You've right. already somewhat welcomed him to the show. I'd like to welcome Mr. Bubba O'Keefe with Visit Clarksdale. Bubba, welcome to Next Stop Mississippi. Thank y'all for having me. Thank, thank you for being in Clarksdale. Thank you so much for coming and 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 sitting down with us today for Next Stop Mississippi. I'm just so glad to have you. 
talk about one your your love for Clarksdale and just why everybody should come out to the 35th annual Sunflower Blues and Gospel Fest. Oh my gosh! Well, you know, I grew up here, so it's uh, it's my home, but it's 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 deep in the heart. And people from Clarksdale are very passionate about our hometown, and with our art and culture and history, it just it just uh, is captivating, and it brings people from all over the world to Clarksdale. And, Things like the Sunflower River Blues Fest, 35th year. I right. mean, you know, uh, they were doing it before it was here. Right. You know? Right, right. And so it's exciting to have uh, uh, have them uh, uh, on board this year with a great lineup, and uh, especially Kingfish out there. Of course. Uh, that's exciting to have him in town this weekend for that, and appreciate him stepping up as well as the others. Because yeah. we've got some great musicians here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, your, your time with Visit Clarksdale, how long have you been with Visit? Uh, this is my fifth year. Okay. You know, okay. Okay. I'm the executive director, but I, you know, I, because we're so international, I want to be the minister of tourism. Right. Yeah, there you go. There you, you go. Know. Now, Colleen. I'm said, not executive material. Colleen said you're the ambassador of Clarksdale. Can you yeah. can you talk about that a little bit? Well, you know, uh, it, it's something that you just live. Right. You know, but it is. It's passionate. You know, we love Clarksdale. I love Clarksdale, and you know. Uh, we, if you've never been to Clarksdale, let me just tell you, we we ain't cute and quaint. And I love it. We're edgy and gritty. We don't make any apologies. That's right. who we are. You're right. the Mississippi Delta, baby. Right. And uh, that's why we have the blues, because we live the blues. Right. You know, people come here for the music, to hear the blues, because we have live blues music seven nights a week. Yeah. But it's more than that. They want to experience the blues. They want to live the blues. Right. And this is something that cities, even though they might have a blues club here and there, they can't do what we do. I know. We just right. live it. We wake up every day. We have more characters in Sesame Street, and everybody's got a story. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and, you, and you're one of the characters. Bob. Well, you're right. Now we got two more. That's right. <laughs> and the stories won't be in Wikipedia. Exactly. I mean, so they encyclopedia. Right. Right. That's right. Awesome. Bob, talk about your background because you know many people know you as Mr. Clarksville when they, you know people from all over the world come to Clarksville. You're usually the guy who's taking them everywhere, giving them the history. But talk about your time as a developer, a festival organizer. Like you are really entrenched in Clarksdale and, and building it up to what it is today. Well, you know, it, uh, Clarksdale is built with a, uh, it's, it's come out because of a lot of people that have done these things. But we, you know, when I, I was in Jackson for about five years, and my wife and I are both from the Delta, and we, we wanted to get back here. It was a calling. And, uh, you know, just to, just to come back here and, and just feel it and, and understand the, the history and the culture better as an adult, it's just something that we couldn't, uh, we couldn't ignore. We had to embrace it. And Clarksdale was in, in 1999, there were no cars down, downtown, mm. you know, and, uh, we set out on a mission to, uh, just do our thing. If we're going to live here. We want to be able to walk around town, take our kids to places to go shopping or whatever, have a meal. And uh, so because I was a builder, that was my that was my passion and my profession. And we just started one building at a time to, you know, do our part. That was my calling. And I, as I found out more and met more more uh, more of our townspeople and learning their history and their stories, it meant so much to me. And to recognize that people, they were just coming through even back then. 
with no restaurant downtown other than Bobby's Tarzi's Delta Amusement over here. Mm. Uh, well known for turning down Dan Aykroyd because the grill was off. <laughs> you know, those type things. It was just exciting. You know, and all this came about from Sid Graves. He was the one that started the Delta Blues Museum over 40 years ago. And uh, that's what was the wake-up call. And so it just became a passion that uh, just fueled the, the flames that when you meet people, they go, oh, man, this town is great. And we didn't have the things that we have today. We didn't have live blues music that they could experience every night throughout the year. And so it was just uh, something that just um, fueled our family into, you know, particularly me. My, my wife was very good to me being patient, you know. Oh, yeah. And uh, But I was on a mission. Yeah. This is this is something that we just got through this. And I was, you know, I, I would say it was like Stratford on Avon, you know, that's where Shakespeare was from. You know, if, yeah. Shake, if he ignored Shakespeare, mm. what would it be today? What yeah. what would, you know, what would we do if we ignored our blues history and our right. African-American mm-hmm. and civil rights history right. and our Native American, all of these things, if you ignored, who are we? That's right. You know, that's right. 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 Amen. Right. Right. Amen. I love that. Now you talked about being gritty and rough around the edges. That's definitely me in a nutshell. Um, so when I walked in the Clarksdale and especially when I walked in the Ground Zero Blues Club, I was like, oh, I'm at home. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm among my people. And so that's just how I felt when I came and I loved it. And there was a guy here last night at Ground Zero who was from Wisconsin. Yeah. And he was just- in- He was losing his mind. Yes. He, he was, was having a great world, you yeah. know? And- it's so amazing that people can come from places like Wisconsin, come to Mississippi, and he was like, I, I've never gotten this anywhere else. Well, you know, we, we hope you take some of that grit back with you. Some more grit. <laughs> right. We like the saying there. And grit. You know, <laughs> and grit. You know, we got to, this is what. Well, uh, yeah, you, you put us together a little pack. Tell I did. what you got in So there. in this little booklet, here's what you can do in 24 hours, 48 hours, 72 hours, not only in Clarksdale, but Coahoma County, okay. uh, which means Red Panther and Choctaw, okay. and in the Delta, 72 hours, explore, mm-hmm. hub and spoke, you know, in any of our towns, Clarksdale, Cleveland, Greenwood, Indianola. Vice versa. We want you to experience the Delta. And as you see on the cover, is a picture of a blues musician, Lucius Spiller, okay. uh, in front of the crossroads. Oh, yeah. And so in front of that, that's just to get people to know that it is edgy and gritty. Right. You know? <laughs> Let you and know. And then inside, we got you a little uh, harmonica that you can go blow. Oh, uh, I, I don't have one. Yeah. I don't have one. Well, you got one. <laughs> this is called our mojo bag. Okay. It's a survival survival kit in Clarkstown. That's right. right. That's right. Cool. Mojo working. All right. You don't want me to show you. No, no. Let's come show us, Bubba. And it's it's a worn off evil spirits to bring on good spirits. You know, that's what the mojo bag is. So in this little burlap sack, we have also a Clarksdale pin, so you can be a, an ambassador right. too. Right. 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 right, right, sticker to put it on your car, you know, right. yes. anywhere it shows. Yes. Right, yes. right. Yes. Uh, we also have a guitar pick, which I can't find in this one. Oh, here it is, down in the bottom. It's like a, it's like a Christmas stocking. Yeah, you know, got your little pick <laughs> there. You there you go. Playing guitar, and the prize of all, you know what this is. Dirt. What is that, Bubba? It's dirt. Is that that is dirt. I dug it up at the crossroads myself. Oh, my God. We microwaved it. Kill any, you know, the yeah. germs or whatever. Yeah. Wow. COVID. We're COVID yeah. smart now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when we super glued it on the top on, wow. so you can take the crossroads with you wherever now you go. That is genius, huh? Bubba. Well, that's, that's genius. genius. <laughs> so From the so mind of Bubba O'Keefe. Well, that's scary, isn't it? <laughs>
Good thing we're in Parkville. The world can't handle it. But we we love our town and yeah. we love people to uh, experience and love it with us. And that's what it's about. It's just immersing yourself in a culture unlike any place you've ever been. Mm-hmm. Walking around downtown with no set agenda. You want to you want to go by Cathead and Deep Park and the Blues Museum and, and you know by uh, the uh, Yazoo Pass or Coffee or Meraki, which is a entrepreneurial nonprofit program teaching uh, young people entrepreneurial spirits. Um, and so, uh, you know, we're just proud. They roast their own coffee, matter of fact, at Barack. So they okay. have their own blends. In. Okay. So we're just proud of our town. Okay. Go buy Grandma's House of Pancake, Rest Haven's Age. That's I mean, where I want to go. It's just like, That's you know, where I want to go. You mm-hmm. said Grandma's House You know, you said something a while ago, walking in Clarksdale. Yeah. Jimmy Page and Robert Plant had an album named Walking in Clarksdale. Oh, Wow. They've been good fans of ours, and we appreciate them. Well, ZZ Top and so many others. Yeah, it's such a beautiful walking town. Yeah. You know, it's just beautiful out here. I'm I'm in love. Right. I'm, I considered this morning moving. Yeah, we love you. <laughs> considered this morning moving. When it comes down to, like, other events that happen across parks there, what are some of your favorites to attend, Bob? Oh, they, you know, they all have we, – so we have over – we have about 20 festivals a year. Yeah. And not all of them are as big as Sunflower or, the you know, uh, the Juke Joint Festival yeah. in April, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is just – you know, those are the two biggest, I would say. And then they vary from different sizes. Mighty Roots is a new one that's come out in the last few years uh, out at the Stovall Farm, historic Stovall Farms, uh, with an Americana twist, music yeah. twist to it. Yeah. Um, but all of them have such a, a interesting personality. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, we got the Tennessee Williams Festival coming up in a couple of months. Reds, old timers, blues at the end of the month. Mm. You know, down here at the River Park. Yeah, we that's where she almost lost yeah. us. We almost made it to Red. Your thighs were My burning. thighs were burning. Yeah. We, we almost made it there, there. though. Yeah. Colleen <laughs> and I were from That's why the cemetery is across the street. You know. Oh, okay. It would have been perfect. You know, Red said back by the river front and by the grave, you know. <laughs> Uh, but they're, they're all these festivals, and you know, they they start in January with the film festival, go through April with Juke Joint, and then May kicks up. May and June are strong, and then yeah. August through September, and really October has come on strong, right? And just some great festivals right. that are unique to uh, the people that founded them, right. Sardom. Right. So it's uh, it's an exciting time to come to Clarksdale. To uh, and and besides that, where can you go and have live blues music every night? Throughout the week, all year long, yeah, and go into yeah. and go into the individual places like yeah. Reds and Hambo's and Ground Zeroes and Blues Berry Cafe and um, God, who am I leaving out, man? Just Sean Badapple, oh, afternoon, oh, you know, yeah, get to live performance, and uh, it's just incredible. Yeah, yeah. What I love is the perfect magical balance that people like you, you know, all the way to. Uh, you know, passed on uh, Mayor Bill Luckett and, uh, and Morgan Freeman and Roger and, uh, and so Colleen and so many others here. You guys repurposed. And, and what I love about you as a builder and developer, you took so many buildings, repurposed them, left the spirit of that building intact, but beautified where it's it's truly enjoyable. And in one of your works we stayed in last night, the Five and Dime Lost, mm-hmm. which is by far one of the best 
uh, I don't even know what to call it. It's not a hotel. It's not an Airbnb. It is something. It's, so a, it's, it's a house. It's a, yeah. it's a, it's a baby it's a house. Yeah. yeah, and each one has its own personality. <laughs> but I love that, you know, all of you guys have repurposed so many things in, in Clarksdale. And you see when people try to evolve a city and they lose the spirit of it, it becomes, you know, crazy gentrified or it's too modern and you lose the spirit. Talk about the intention that you have had and others have had to do that. Well, you know, that that particular project is a good one to tell you about that because I held it for a couple of years. I bought it and, and, and didn't know what I was going to do with it. And I look at it and, you know, it, uh, you know, we, we don't always have curb appeal. Mm. It's fine, but mm-hmm. it's not like draws you in because of cuteness and all that. There was yeah, shrubbery outside. Yeah. <laughs> but it's on the historical register right. because of the uh, civil rights connection with Woolworths and Ms. Vera Piggy, mm. uh, that was a youth NAACP youth leader, uh, and entered her, interviewed her for that. And Woolworths, that building was built in 1954, I think. So it's on the historical registry because of the history of the, uh, what happened during uh, those times, but also the postmodern architecture. Mm. And I would look at that building and say, well, if I painted it drab green, put a stucco drive it cornice work up there, mm-hmm. boy, that would, and then it just hit me. Don't, mm. don't destroy the the real nature mm-hmm. and significance of what it is. Yes. Embrace that. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and that too many times we tear down, we cover up, we do all that. But all of these things, all of these buildings, and we try to encourage people to go out. So when you're driving around the county and you drive out and see a country store like Keenoy, mm-hmm. you look at it and it's just a metal building. But we encourage people to go in there because that's the best place to get a double fisted burger. The only place to get a wow. double fisted burger. And you want to go in there and you want to meet Keenoy. Mm-hmm. You know, our, our people in, in Archie's or Red's or Bluesberry or Hammer, any of these places, they welcome you into their place. Mm-hmm. It's like being coming to their house for a visit. So it's more personal. Yeah. And so, you know, uh, you know, you might do some little house cleaning when somebody, when you have guests. But typically, you just come as we are. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's the way we are. And we, we like, we're very proud of who we are. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the buildings are very important to the whole makeup of the city. Yeah. Yeah. It gives it the personality, you know, that that I felt when I came in. I mean, it's literally, I told Colleen, I was like, it's so beautiful that everything is still standing and everything still looks so original. That just gives it its flair. And, and there's places like the uh, Riverside Hotel. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. with all the history of yeah. Ike Turner and Jackie Brinson writing the Rocket 88, the first rock and roll song ever recorded at First San Phillips. Yeah. Green Book Hotel. Yeah. It got a civil rights grant of a half a million dollars. Right. To, to keep that. That mm-hmm. is just, that's a gift. That's good stuff. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I am in with my traveling partners, Java Chapman on the boards and Kamel King. He is here with me at the 35th Sunflower Blues and Gospel Festival. We are broadcasting live from Ground Zero Blues Club in Clarksdale, Mississippi. This is not other than, isn't it Mr. Morgan Freeman's club? Well, yeah. (laughs) We are at none other than Mr. Morgan Freeman's club and in with us right now and who helped us yesterday out. I mean, she, she didn't help. Was- she laid out the red carpet. Okay. <laughs> we do miss a And I know how you did last night. Like when we were sitting around talking, he was like, okay, 
Everybody get up and let's go. Right. She literally <laughs> forced us up on our feet and made us get out of there. I have got none other than the CEO of Shared Experience and live from Clarksdale, Miss Colleen Byers. Colleen, welcome to Next Stop Mississippi. Thank you, and welcome to Clarksdale, Mississippi. We are glad to have you here. Right, and thank you for being the best tour guide in the world. Yes. In the world. How many Sunflower Blues and Gospel Festivals have you attended here in Clarksdale? Well, I have only been doing this in Clarksdale for the last four and a half years or so, so much of it during the pandemic, of course. And so um, when we weren't able to hold things, that's when we started by from Clarksdale. But the Sunflower Blues and Gospel Festival actually uh, gets credit for getting me to Clarksdale for the very first time back in 2008 was wow. my first time. I was living and working in Jackson. And uh, we came up to experience the Delta for the day. And it was actually right here behind this club where we parked. And I have a photo of us stepping out in the parking lot uh, right here. That's so cool. So cool. I mean, you are a walking encyclopedia. You would have thought you were born and bred here in the city. From what she did for us yesterday, literally. But talk about your work with shared experiences and live from Clarksdale and how important that is to you. Well, thank you. This is um, actually fun fact. It almost wasn't called shared experiences because of my time living and working in Jackson. I wanted to call it uh, "Shut Up and Listen" mm. or "Listening Tours USA." That's nice and aggressive. <laughs> Yankee thing, right? right? Because that's what I learned when you come to Mississippi, and that's how that's how I learned is by listening, by asking questions. Because we Yankees get a bad rep sometimes for coming in. At first, all of my Jackson friends were like, "No, no, no! Why are you here? Why, why are you really here?" Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they always think somebody's here to convert them or to change them. Or and it was like, no, no, no! I'm not. I'm not here with an agenda. I just want to experience and understand. And it was only through listening that um, I that I really immersed myself in culture and learned everything that I can. Right. Folks like Bubba and Roger and Canny, who you're about to meet. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and so, Shared Experiences is a social impact company that started in part with the help of uh, some Teach for America t-shirts. Mm-hmm. And they listened to me, and they had been here for a couple of years, and they looked at me and said. As you did, that's a little harsh. What about shared experience? You know, yeah, 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 yeah. And so, uh, so sure enough, shared experiences was born, and um, and it really is intended to connect people with one another and um, welcome them to uh, to the Delta and to places that they might not uh, otherwise go to. Right. We talk about getting off the beaten path and finding hidden gems. Mm. Um, but sometimes that's easier said than done. So yeah. we try to make those connections. Talk about your history, Kamel. I don't mean to put you on a spot as an interviewee, but with Colleen, because y'all, y'all know each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, a, a big part of it is, is like she, and she's being very humble right now, shared experiences when the pandemic hit and nobody knew what to do. I mean, from artists, to you know, places like this in Clarksdale that thrive off of live music, you know, off of its musicians. I mean, everybody, the whole world was in a throw, especially the United States, and you know, down to a micro of of Clarksdale. But this young lady brought her company in and her big ideas 
co-op with the city and she made it to where you could see blues every day of the week in these venues and it gave people something to do. It kept the spirit going. And I told her last night, I said, you were part of the reason why Clarksdale survived the pandemic. Because I mean, you literally kept everybody who was in the throes and at home engaged in blues music. And it gave, gave the blues musicians something to do, a way to still earn income, a way to keep their names out there. And it kept the heartbeat of Clarksdale going. Yeah. So that's how I got to know her. Okay. Yeah. Part of what draws so many people to Clarksdale is that this is the home of live blues all seven nights over 365 nights a year. Mm-hmm. That you can be traveling from Nashville to Memphis to New Orleans and you can come stop in small town Mississippi on a Monday or a Tuesday night. And you will experience live blues here. And it was Roger Shorley, who actually was one of the original booking managers of Ground Zero. And you're about to meet, meet Miss T, Tamil Edwards, who is now the booking manager. And um, they really have worked to make sure that you can experience that real blues. And yeah, the, the first night, um, uh, Reg closed on a Wednesday night. Roger had worked for the last 20 years trying to build up all seven nights a week. And um, when Red's closed on a Wednesday night, Lucius Filler screams live. Yeah. And then I worked with other musicians and other venues the next day and the next day and the day after that um, for what wound up being 400 nights straight. Mm. So that we can say the blues never died at Clarksdale, mm-hmm. Mississippi. Yeah. And you yeah. can still visit Clarksdale and experience it for yourself. Yeah. But, yeah. oh, I have to tell you about who I saw at coffee this morning at Yazzie Pass. Yeah, like seven in the morning. What were yeah. you doing? Wait a minute. What were you doing up at Yazzie Pass at seven in the morning as late as we yeah, were out kind of late? <laughs> we were because uh, there was a lot to experience in Clarksdale kind of late, but uh, there's a lot in the early in the morning too. Um, one of my favorite things is going to uh, Yazoo Pass and uh, all of the other uh, folks, uh, all of the other places where Bubba mentioned folks gather. And then walks Kevin Patrick, who was one of the um, folks who started following live from Clarksdale during the pandemic. He's from Iowa. Mm. And during the pandemic, he actually started building cigar box guitars. And he was one of the many, many people who watched online live and was commenting all the time and has been part of what is now this community of, what, over 8,000 people strong who watch live, comment, support the musicians, but also support each other. And so um, Kevin Patrick sent me a cigar box guitar oh, that he custom made wow. with all of it. Visit Clarksdale and Clarksdale icons on it. And um, and he sent one to Jack Nasser and Lala Craig and all of these other musicians. And there's this whole community of people who love Mississippi from around the world. If um, folks could see us right now live in Ground Zero, we have all of these flags above us. Ground Zero is so amazing. I don't know if anybody has been up here, but it's so authentic. You literally cannot find an outlet or a light switch because it's everything has been signed. Every blind blade on the blinds have been signed. Everything has a signature. It's graffiti out and it's so cool. Yes. And Colleen, I just want to tell you, when we came in last night, you know, what was that show, Cheers? Yeah. Where everybody, where everybody, everybody was. Was. 
So everybody's name. And everybody knows Colleen's name. And so that's so amazing. It's not just me. That's what I think attracts a lot of people to the town is that we all know and love each other. And it really is that small town feeling. And so there I am at Kelsey Pops this morning and she walked Kevin Patrick live. Because people can travel to uh, to Mississippi and everywhere else now, and they have put Clarksdale at the top of their bucket list. So wow. they're coming here from around the world. People can carry these flags. And I just gave Kevin such a big hug. And I know um, there's such a such a group of folks who are so excited to yeah. Colleen, if anybody wanted to get in contact with you for information about shared experiences and and live from Clarksdale, how can they do that? Sure, and we actually look forward to hearing from folks. We're going to put something out soon asking what they see as the next stage of live from Clarksdale. Mm. So um, you can follow live from Clarksdale primarily on Facebook, because as I uh, joke, uh, Blues fans are old. We on Facebook, we but, uh, <laughs> but also shared experience with USA.com. Okay. And, and if I can give a plug, actually, for all of the upcoming festivals that Bubba mentioned are phenomenal. We are about to go into um, After Sunflower this weekend. Mighty Roots Music Festival is mm. coming up. And uh, right after that, uh, you mentioned Red yeah. and Sean Bad Apple Festival. There is about to be a festival every single weekend from the latter half of September all the way through October with the Who's the Crossroads Festival and uh, so many more? So, so cool. Go to visitclarksdale.com. Right. That's, and you get yeah, it. Yeah. Thank you. Boom. Thank you so yeah. much, Colleen. Colleen, you have been great. We're going to talk to Miss May Smith with the Delta Blues Museum and the Sunflower. She's looking nervous, but I've got her. I've got her. I'm a, I'm, I've, I've got you in my hand, Miss May. She's a pro. She's a pro. So, we're going to talk to her about the Sunflower Blues and Gospel Fest and also about the Delta Blues Museum. Then, we're still going to get Mr. Yeah, Neil Edwards on to talk about. Ground Zero. Next stop, Mississippi. Jermaine Flood in with my traveling partners, Java Chapman on the boards. I've got Kamel King sitting right here. Woo! Me and him had fun last night. It was great. Woo! And we're we're back for the Sunflower Blues and Gospel Festival today. <laughs> Kamel, of course, has got the noises. But in with us right now, I have got three ladies. I'm going to first introduce Miss May Smith. She is the operations manager of Delta Blues Museum, and I'm so glad to have her here um, to tell us more about the Sunflower Blues and Gospel Fest. I also have Tamil Edwards and um, Casey Ladd. They are with Ground Zero Blues Club, and I can't wait to talk to them as well <laughs> to tell me all about the crazy things that go down here on a nightly yeah. basis. So I already know y'all got y'all got stories that have come out of Ground Zero Blues Club. But I want to start with you, Miss May. Um, I am just so glad to be here and to talk to you about the 35th annual. Um, Sunflower Blues and Gospel Fest. Tell me about your history with it. How many of the 35 have you attended? I've been 24. Wow. Say that one more time. 24. 24 times out of the 35? Yes. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. And what's your favorite aspect about the festival? I, I like uh, meeting all the, all the tourists that come to the festival. Okay. And and I like working with uh, the, the the people that you know that work with me, mm -hmm. the the team, like I'm just all working. <laughs> and what work is that, Ms. May? What is your role in helping to flip the sunflower blues and gospel? Well, I'm the one that, that, that's okay. That's okay. That's you know what? That's called work. 
<laughs> That's from a real job. Uh-huh. Tell me about what you do with the Sunflower Blues and Gospel Festival. I book, I book the artists. Okay, okay. And also, uh, the the funding that we that we get from uh, or I got the part of that, and I keep a record of that. Okay. And I also, uh, you know, communicate with the musicians. Mm-hmm. And they all trust me because I, I try to be fair. And, and I enjoy working with them since I work with the Blues Museum. So I, 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 my, my role is involved with musicians. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Tell me about this year's lineup. What can everybody expect from the musicians that are on the lineup for this festival? Well, I've been talking to them. And I expect an awesome job for these <laughs> men. <laughs> What's your favorite one that you've got on the bill this year? Kingfish. Is he? What's what's one of their favorite Kingfish? Kingfish songs. Well, I like the one he did. He, he did when he did uh, the Erico, you know, sixty-two. You know, I like that. The sixty-two Erico. Uh, uh-huh. That's that's one of the songs, and I like it. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And tell me about Miss Penny Mayfield. Every, she she is a legend around here. So I want to know more about Miss Penny because you told me if I was going to come to the Sunflower Blues and Gospel Fest, I could not come until I had spoken to Miss Penny. So tell me about Miss Penny and her history. Well, Penny, she is one of the original uh, members that started the Lisa Festival. Uh, she, she works as a publisher, but she also, you know, do other things too. And, and she's very knowledgeable of the blues because mm-hmm. she's been here forever. Mm-hmm. And some people have, you know, have problems. This is what I want to know about the <laughs> What's the problem they have with the She's just very stern. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I met her on the phone. And she doesn't, she, she doesn't fool around, you know. Yeah. If you scrub <laughs> her the wrong way, you're gonna know it. That so is. tell them about how Miss Penny Miss Penny is getting up there in age now. But Miss Penny will still snatch you off the stage. Talk about Miss Penny. Miss <laughs> <laughs> May told me if you oh, clearance with Miss Penny and you get up on any stage, Miss Penny will snatch you off of the stage. I love it. So I love it. I'm just saying, no, I'm not talking about that. I Nobody heard that. Um, but yeah, when it comes down though to to working with Miss Penny on the Sunflower Blues and Gospel Festival, how much fun have you had, and how much of a blessing? Uh, when I I graduated from the university, my master's in uh, I I moved back home. I wasn't planning on moving back home, but I ended up moving back home. And I didn't I didn't really volunteer to work with her because I was chosen. <laughs> <laughs> and you know when I was chosen, they you know I didn't know what to do, but they just dumped me out there, and I had to do whatever whatever necessary to stay afloat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I I I like people so I fell in love with the festival and I, 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 yeah. next thing I knew I they 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 once made me the chairman of the Sunflower Revolution Association. Yes. So I served for three years. But I still was booking. I was running, you know, yeah. Triple roll, not dual roll, triple roll. Right, right, right. But 
I I always love working with Patty, and she likes me so, and I like her so. Yeah, I think we have a great relationship. Right, right. Talk a little bit about the Delta Blues music and your work there, and what, why it's so important for people to come out and visit them. Well, the museum, the picture that you showed me, uh, I, I I've been I've been with the museum for the seventies, so. I uh, I I love because when I was at Ole Miss, I worked at the Blues Archive, so I had I wasn't like a a dummy off the street. Yes, I started working at the, and it. I think it's very educational for people who do not know very much about the blues because it's it's, it's our past, right. and I think we need to know about it. Right. Uh, the the thing that I hate that I, young people a lot of them uh, tune to, it. Mm-hmm. but I when they come to the museum, I figured out a way. To get them to leave, so I I would create a scavenger hunt, so they would have in order to answer all the question, and, right. and I would give a prize, so that would that would entice them to do it. Yeah. So and one kid came, and he thought he was going to be real smart, because he wanted to be first, or the first person that turned his paper in, they have all the answers correct. They would get a prize. He gonna go and use his phone, Google. <laughs> And I, and I, Not the encyclopedia that Camille was talking about on the other one. He used his phone to Google. <laughs> and I said, son, you, you're not going to find answers on this. You're going to have to read. There's a lot of things to read. And you know, sometimes y'all yeah, feel so sorry for me. So I was I was kind of nudged them in, in, in the right direction to yeah. find answers. They wanted me to give them answers, but you know, I, I, that still would defeat my purpose. Yes, ma'am. So, uh, and, and the kids, they really, they, I learned a lot from, from yeah, doing that scavenger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They began to appreciate that this this great art form that that created American music, and all. And I told them all the music that we have in, in America today, it came from the blues. Mm-hmm. But you know, most of most of them, you know, if it's not uh, hip hop or something, they, 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 they hadn't heard it. They hadn't heard it. They don't care to hear it. <laughs> Talk about though why it's so important for people to come out to the thirty fifth annual Sunflower Blues Festival. I I think it's important because it it gives people an opportunity to fellowship. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also uh, people that not that do not know know because uh, you have people all over the world that don't know anything about blues music as well as gospel. Okay, they they would get the opportunity to see that both of those music goes together. They just one with the flip side of the other. Right. Because most of the blues musicians started in the church. So they moved from the church to the blues, to the Right. And, right. And the alleyways. Right. So, and they, they were singing in church. So they, like, Fun House, he, he was a Baptist preacher, and he uh, talked about, he was playing the juke joints on, on Friday night, Saturday night. And get up and go to church on Sunday morning and read the song and we're in But that's the way it kind of is here. You know, y'all, I see, I just saw Tamil last night and Tamil is back up here this morning. And it's like, it just keeps going. Yes. Y'all, y'all, it's, it's blues to the next day. It's blues to the Sunday. It's yes. blues to the Tuesday, you know. And you take to the bed with you. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Uh-huh. Yes, ma'am. Now, if anybody wanted to know more, Miss May, about the Delta Blues Museum, what is the website that you go to? It's our website, www.deltabluesmuseum.org. Okay. 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 And then you get more information. Miss May, I have enjoyed talking to you. 
Yes, ma'am. And I'm so excited to have met you and just yeah. thank you for all your work thank with the Sunflower Blues and Gospel Festival and Delta Blues. Yeah, sometimes I feel like I want to hang it up. Yeah. <laughs> now, though, I'm going to turn the attention to Miss Tamil Edwards and Miss Casey Ladd. They are with the Ground Zero Blues Club, and I am so excited to have y'all on because y'all got some secrets. Y'all got some secrets to tell us about it. To be on, what's your position uh, with Ground Zero? And then, Casey, you can give yours too. Okay. I am the booking manager of Ground Zero Blues Club. Okay, 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 okay. And then, Casey, what's your title? I uh, manage all the social media, the online marketing, things like that, Google, Yelp. All of that. Okay. Content, okay. 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 So y'all in here working every day. Every this day. ain't y'all just ain't no bartender. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was Miss T, I'm so sorry. I said, why? He said, I didn't know you were the one who hired us. <laughs> I thought you were the head cook. <laughs> I said, baby, I've been called many things, but head cook is not one of Y'all wear a lot of hats out here. Y'all wear a lot of hats. Talk about um, some of, Casey, talk about some of the, the acts that have come through oh my that y'all have gotten to see that are just like mind blowing. Um, I can remember when I, long after I started, I a year or two, in part, I was at two players from the oh, yeah. They came down, that was really cool to see that. And then uh, Jimbo, Jimbo used to play a lot, Jimbo, the songs we yeah. Love watching Jimbo back in the day, even now. Uh, it's like a bunch. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot of bands that we have. And sometimes when people ask us that, we kind of start stuttering. It's not because we don't remember, because it's just it's so, so many. many. Cedric Bartonside, yeah. I loved him. Um, yeah. Of course, uh, Bill Perry, Terry Monopoly, um, Big T, um, David Donovan. I had to go believe yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. So is every night a good night or some nights you got you got some unruly patrons in here? I like that. It's calmed down a lot within yeah. the last five years. Yeah. First, because we don't we don't tolerate that. You can sense it in the air and it's like, yeah. wait a minute. Yeah, if you, y'all you want to keep it us, y'all gotta keep it. Y'all look here. That's that right. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, it gets yeah, talk percentages. I know that. Yeah, what you say? Talk percentages, like you said. Yeah, eighty-five percent of our guests. You know what? They're just here for a good time, but sometimes they're a little fifteen percent off. Sometimes they're like, you know what? I'm just gonna, you know, ooh, we. We don't want to say just because my buddy bet me something. I'm just yeah. gonna just. Oh, and yeah. having the big college kids coming here, and they get to drink them on the porch, then they're betting each other to run their head through the door. Whoa, 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 what? That gets bad. I've never seen one. Does Mr. Freeman ever come? Oh, yes. yes. So y'all got to meet him? Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay, okay. Super nice. How do y'all feel about working at, now it's so historic, like ground zero, I mean, has been a historic landmark now. Like yeah. people have to come. How do y'all feel working at a place that's like that? I did. 
<laughs> you know, um, sometimes I forget that we're kind of famous. It's weird. I know because to us, it's just it's work. You know, this is what we got to do. But then when we start getting, you know, all the stone plants and all these people contacting us want to do features on us, we're like, wait a minute, we're a little famous a little bit. You know? So sometimes. Because we have, I always tell people we're a small uh, business with a huge reputation, mm. and we're all about our reputation. Yeah. So um, even if when people film, we're like, no, wait, make sure you uh, get us, you know, in the middle so they can see the sign real clear. Yeah. You know, and we have to do stuff like that because we know this isn't just going to some little small. This is going all over the world. And so sometimes it feels a little heavy on your back, <laughs> but at the same time, I would honestly say, my girls like. It's 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 smooth sailing. We might get in the moment where we're like in our thinking box back there, like, okay, y'all, what are we gonna do about this? And make a decision, move on, and that next thing you know, it's the next big thing that we have to do. So it, we don't spend time on any of that, but we we try to do our best, y'all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, see, it, where can everybody go if they want more information about Ground Zero Blues Club? You could go to our website. It's a www.groundzerobluesclub.com. Uh, we have a Facebook page, Instagram. Um, TikTok, uh, Twitter, um, just started a Pinterest page. You didn't know that was a thing, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> that a thing. Um, but everything, you can find our events on there. You can find our, from everything from our events to our meetings to staff's birthdays, like if you, anything. And we're getting a little more behind the scenes, more, you know, uh, personal. So everybody can kind of see that too. And so any information you can find online. Yeah. Make sure y'all go out there and do that. Casey told me they are like a family out here. She okay. said, some people say, you know, they're a family. Yeah. But what did you say, Casey? Also, you know, some people will say that, but no, we're like a family. Like, we help each other here, outside of here, um, just cut up. We bigger, you know, about that plate. Like, when you're at family cookout, you're farting. Yeah. Like, aren't you talking about that? That's my team. What you doing? Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Me and one of the waitresses last night, I was like, can you get that look off your face? And everybody thought we were fighting. We were like, no, this family. <laughs> well, I have been, I have enjoyed my time with y'all. And me and Camel both feel like family when we're yeah, here. And just family when we walked into Clarksdale. So thank you so much. But yeah. we've come to the end of another great trip. We want to thank you for traveling with us. And thank today's guests, of course, Tamille Edwards, Casey Ladd, Colleen Byers, Bubba O'Keefe. It's just been a great day, Miss May Smith from Delta Blues Museum. Thank all of them. And thank you all for joining us during this 35th Sunflower Blues and Gospel Festival in Clarksdale, Mississippi. Come out if you'd like to find out more information about these and other events around the state, visit our events calendar at mpbonline.org. Next Stop Mississippi is a production of MPB Think Radio for Kamel King and Java Chapman. I'm Jermaine Flood. Stay tuned for Southern Remedy for Women and join us next Friday for another great trip here on Next Stop Mississippi. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.